What's up? Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. On this podcast episode, I am going to, it's going to be short, I'm just going to inform you, just learned about 20 minutes ago that Joe Biden has picked Kamala Harris as his VP pick. This is not shocking. I mean, I, I, I kind of figured he was going with Kamala Harris or he was going to go with Susan Rice. I figured he was going to go with a black woman. You know, Democrats are very much into identity politics. And you just cover two birds in one stone. I think it's a terrible pick, but it's not a pick that I'm shocked about. Um, she has name recognition, I guess. And it's, it's awful. Like, it's, the funny thing is this. It just shows me that Democrats, for me personally, one thing I've always seen with them. And I, I mean, I guess the Republicans do it too. They... They just like okay, like think of it like this: Democrats, Hillary, Donald Trump won by converting Rust Belt states who vote a small percentage of Rust Belt voters who voted for Obama, and they voted for Trump, right? So even if Hillary Clinton would have won, we would have got a very fragmented country. But I don't think either party cares. And the scary thing is. The fragmented elements of this country, the polarizing politics that we that we currently participate in, is one of the reasons why the country's slowly dying, or the country is not at its apex. At its apex. So, like when we talk about stuff like "Make America Great Again," of course, it's nonsense because Trump is using it as a as a symbol that some groups could could use for racism, right? But if you look at the premise of it, America. The, the height of American power was, anyone would tell you, was at, right after World War II. And so, at that time, we were manufacturing. We had a very different economy than the economy we have now, in that sense. So, for me, when I look at it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's... Put it like this. It, it's, it's sort of like both groups, Right? are content with running a fragmented show because the economy right now is a war-based economy. It's an economy based on credit. We don't, our wages don't go up. Credit's going up. So it's almost like you basically the economy functions on just staying above water as much as you can, right? And when you stay above water as much as you can, it's, that's basically it, right? And so in a sense... The, if you look at the country, it can't like as 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 like the symbol of when we were at the height of its power. From you could say from World War II to Iraq, the first Iraq War, right? The height of American power. In a sense, it's tough because, in a way, when you look at it, we can never get back to that because our economy is different. Like I said, that was more manufacturing. That was more built on wages. Now we're built on spending war and credit basically and outsourcing help from tech companies like so the workers come from other countries and and in a sense so apple and google are american but the workers are not which then causes strife with the middle collar the blue collar workers in america that's where we are and both parties don't give a, a, a damn about that but so when you look at Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris, to me, that's symbolic of that same mentality. And just like when the Democrats pushed Russiagate, which probably wasn't even true, in order to cover up 
their own corruption, which is the reason why certain voters who, who voted for them didn't vote for them from Obama to Trump. Rather than do that, they just push Russiagate. Rather than say, look, the country is deeply fragmented anyway, right? Like a good example on Twitter, and a guy tell me if somebody supports Trump, they're racist. Like I don't under, I don't think people understand how ludicrous that statement is. But we get that all the time because we live in a polarized world, and the media makes it so. So when so when a neutral person sees the media, it, it, it constantly t- trust me. There's a lot of things you could attack Trump about. A lot of things, right? And instead of constructive criticism, it's you attack him. But if Joe Biden, let's say Trump, let's say Joe Biden had sexual harassment stuff on him, you barely you barely cover it. If Trump was in that same position, you would cover it. So it, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of one of those things that a lot of times what ends up happening is that we don't really understand that both parties suck. And at this point, when you see Biden, because listen, if Biden was a real, like if Biden was really about unity and all the other type of stuff, right, he would have did one or two things. He would have picked a candidate that was very centrist, that you could even say is right-leaning. I'm not saying he should do this, but I'm just giving an example, right? Like, um, what is it? Jim Carrey did that. John Kerry did that when he picked Joe Lieberman. Back then, Joe Lieben was the most conservative, one of the most conservative Democrats you could pick. He picked him, right? So you could you could pick somebody like that, or you could pick somebody from the far left to bring the progressives. And we know, look, I know that's not happening, right? Progressives, like that's why I'm not progressive. They let to me progressives live in a dream world, and you would literally get progressives who would actually be thinking that Joe Biden's going to do that. Um, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where, in a sense, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like, when you look at it, you kind of, the Democrats in your face tell you what they're about. Just like the Republicans do. I'm, I'm Look, I, like, you see me on this show, I give, I give both sides equal venom. But I thought the pick of Kamala Harris was just fitting. Because it just tells me the Democrats haven't really learned much. And that's not going to help you independence. That's not going to help you with progressive. So you're literally trying to sneak uh, a 1%, 0.5% victory. And while you may say, well, that puts you in power, that makes it very... This is why and you can see Republicans tend to do better in local state elections, right? In small elections than they do in general elections, right? Where in, in general elections, they lose a popular vote. Yes, it's not neat. You know, the electoral votes is more important. But for the most part, you can look at it and tell... Democrats are better in bigger elections, like the presidential election, and, and Republicans are better in statewide elections. Maybe even Senate, I'm not sure, but even the, like the like um, the House of Representatives, the Congress. Yes, they're better at that because they understand that in a sense, like the Dems don't realize that there's a lot of people in the middle who are fed up of both parties, right? So when you say, let's say you say you're going to sit there and critique Trump, for the independent, the way you critique Trump is to tell the truth. Okay, racism is a truth. Trump is race. I mean, Trump is divisive. And you could classify divisiveness as racism. And you and, and, and there's certain things you can't ignore, right? You can't when it comes to him. So you're going to have to, like, I, I don't really get into the racism with Trump. But he does so many things, you really can't deny that. But I would say this. When you're talking to independent, 
Like, so if I'm going to independent, I'm talking the ra- I'm not going to lead where, where Trump's a racist or sexist. That's not what I'm leading for. I'm leading with policy. Because this country's so messed up. The system is such a machine. That's what people don't realize. That at a certain point, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but your individual desires doesn't matter as much when you become president. Anyone who's telling you that's a lie is a liar. If Barack Obama came right now and said he wants to make America a black country, deport all the, all the Caucasians, that wouldn't work. The system could protect itself. Same way the other way. If a Klan man came in and wanted to invoke obvious racist policies, he got to go through the Senate, he got to go through the House of Republicans. I mean, House of Representatives, my God, House of Republicans. House of Representatives and the Senate. It's very hard to implement that. The system that the forefathers built is like that. It's, it's, it's designed for that. That's why, as much as people talk, that's why slavery, one of the reasons why slavery is so hard to end, and they had to make amendments, because it was written in the Constitution. It was written in, like, when the system is designed to protect itself. And when you change the system, it happens in increments. So, am I shocked that he picked Kamala Harris? No, but it just shows me where the Democrats haven't learned their lesson. So, Cyrus King... With political ramble or rant. Till next time, peace.